Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Heal, and I want to thank Chris Platty for talking about Young Living Essential Oils. So I'm going to talk about a few of them myself. We have Thieves Essential Oil, and it supports a healthy immune function and may contribute to overall wellness when taken as a supplement, which is our Thieves Vitality line. We have Peppermint, it's fresh and energizing. You can diffuse it in the room while you're studying to improve your concentration, which is great. Then we have lemon, which also aids in concentration, especially wonderful aid for children who are struggling with school or have learning challenges. Those are just a few. So if you have any questions, contact TeresaHeal at Comcast.net. T-H-E-R-E-S-A-H-E-A-L at Comcast.net. Thanks. Have a great day. And thanks, Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the final episode of Hashtag Connor Week, presented by Hashtag Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and for the Connor Week podcast, we got my guy, Connor Ennis. Connor, how you doing, man? Ah, This is the one, man. I've been waiting for it. I'm so ready, dude. I'm so ready. It is bittersweet because... This has been like a this has been a journey kind of we've we've I mean this has been like a trek through through fucking time for us we went back what seven years now for these mixtapes and yeah. for seven of them in a row we're just knocking them out but it's it's been a lot of fun man but I'm so excited for this one yeah yeah word 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 all right so let's get into it this is John Connor the last mixtape the last project he's released um since and it's been two th- and it's in 2014 and we are talking about the legendary mixtape the best in the world series dedicate and this one is a tribute to big brooklyn's finest brooklyn in the house biggie yo this is this is this is a moment um you know he he, he did jay-z he did eminem he did kanye now he's back to do Biggie and go over Biggie's I, beats. I wasn't expecting Biggie, honestly. Like if you if if you were to have me try and pick the next artist, I wouldn't have picked Biggie. So that's pretty sick. Yeah, he seemed to go more contemporary. It, yeah, a little more and a little more modern too. Like, I, I guess I Jay's not as modern, but like yeah, but I don't know. I would have thought like a Wayne, but um, Wayne would have been a good one. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, we are here, Biggie. We got this one. Um, 
hosted by the guy, DJ Khaled, the Snapchat mogul. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, the guy, DJ Khaled, the, the another one, the winner. Uh Connor, I'll let you take the four, man. Uh this is this is a this is just thirty minutes. It's how many tracks? Twelve? Uh twelve, yeah. Twelve tracks, thirty minutes. Uh so we're just gonna we're just gonna highlight some of our favorite records and uh records we wanna talk about, get into our overall thoughts. You know the drill, give give you our favorites, all that stuff, all that good stuff. And plus we have a little bit of a twist at the end, so because to go out with on a to go out on a bang with uh, John Connor week, so yes, sir. Go ahead and take take the four. Give you your first track. All right. Well, I mean, it's only right that we talk about the first actual song on the on the album or on the mixtape because the first the the first track is an intro track. It's just a, it's just a track. It's DJ Khaled, you know, talking that shit. And then we got the first song, and it is called Running. And it is so epic. Like, this, straight up, this is one of the best beats ever. This shit is so fire. And, of course, like, I mean, at this point in the mixtape reviews, would you expect anything else but that John Connor fucking snaps on it? (laughs) Uh, His flow is absolutely perfect. His rhyme schemes are so slick. It sounds like you you could put this track in a movie like a dope movie scene and it would fit perfectly it sounds exactly like a movie theme song to me uh you just you listen to this as the first actual song of the tape and you're just you just stop and you're like oh shit this is what we're about to do this Mm -hmm. is how it's gonna this is what's gonna happen okay all right i'm ready for it but really i don't think you're really ready for it to be honest i mean he oh he fucking he bodies this track amazing Right, man. Two minutes of straight heat, and you know it's it's John Connor. You know we expect this, but you know it's always nice when he delivers it. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So he uh he stepped through on this one, and he just he rips his beat. He snaps. Um, man, like I really don't know what else to add. Like other than you just got it. You just gotta go listen to this song. Like you gotta listen. You just yeah. have to. And the hook, you know, crazy. The uh, the just like why am I fighting to live if I'm just living to fight? Like why am I trying to see uh when when there ain't when there ain't nothing in sight? Why am I trying to give when when no one gives me a try? Why am I dying to live if I'm just living to die? Facts, so epic, dude. Epic is like the perfect word I think for this song. Yeah, which is funny because it's actually a sample from a Tupac song on a right. Biggie tape. Is that yep. mad, mad disrespectful or is it fair? No, no, I think it's I think it's dope, honestly, because I he references throughout kind of the entirety of the mixtape. He brings up Tupac a couple times, so it's uh it's a tribute to Big, but he throws in some Pac in there, and that's dope to see. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. I'm with it. I just had to, I just had to, you know, throw it out there for the blog boys to, you know, dissect. Yeah, that's true. The that's hashtag. true. The hashtag blog boys. You aware of that, by the way? No. Oh, Kevin Durant went on uh, Bill Simmons' podcast and just started shouting "blog boys" at the top of his lungs, saying "blog boys oh, don't know goodness. anything." You know, just being that doesn't surprise me. Just being outlandish, and now yeah. it's like everywhere. Like you can't escape that term. Every fucking podcast I listen to just you know has a blog boys joke on it. So that's fine. I'm doing my part, doing my service. Uh, 
But yeah, man, this is a dope, dope record. Uh, he snaps. He does his thing. Check it out 100%. But I want to jump into my track if you don't got anything to add to this one. Um, Let's do it. All right, man. I want to jump to... I want to jump to, let's, yeah, let's keep it on the same theme. So, who shot you? Now, this, this is just two minutes of pure heat. I think this is his, I think this is, I don't know if it's necessarily lyrically his best, but as far as, like, flow, rapping, like, this is, like, the bars-heavy song that I enjoy the most on this project, if that makes sense. No, you're not lying at all. Uh, You know, he starts out with just give me two minutes of lyrics and you'll feel it headstrong it's like it's like you hear me choose spinach number one spot say hi to the new tenant if you sick homie this is the flu clinic like he just comes in and goes and like the crazy thing is is like he's able to carry and extend his rhyme scheme so long no yeah it's crazy bro his sometimes he rhymes and i'm just like dude you can't tell me that there's that many other dudes doing it like that you just can't it's it's unbelievable. He never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, man. And the way he ends is just brilliant. You know, I'm the best in the world, of course, shouting out his series. Shit, tell me I'm wrong. Just give me two minutes of lyrics and you finish. Two minutes is up. I'm done fucking with you. And he just exactly. out. And that's it. And who shot that's you, it. of course, is just such a legendary beat already. So you already yep. hyped because you know that if you're coming on a legendary song, like who shot you? You gotta bring bars, um, and he did it, man. It was a, uh, it was, it's so it's so dope. Like man, it's 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 such a dope it's such a dope track. Yeah, this is one of those beats that it's just like when you hear somebody's about to go on it, you know they're just about to flex their pen game so hard, like they have to, or or you're not even want, gonna want to listen to it. He just. He murdered it. There's no, I mean, you said it, I said it. We've said it the whole <laughs> seven mixtapes now. He just, he just bodies it. Uh, this is one. Of, I, this is one of those songs that you got to go back and listen a couple of times if you want to catch all the lyricism in it. You can't just listen once. Oh yeah. And you might have to pull up the rap genius as well because I don't think I don't think you guys are catching it all the way on the first listen. Oh my guy, you have to have the Rap Genius app synced to your phone if you're listening to John Connor. That's just a fact. 100%. You have yep. to. You have to or else or else you, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, go ahead. I agree. Uh jump into your next track. All right, let's 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 switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go with Sky's the Limit. So, this is Perfect. another incredible classic beat. He couldn't have picked a better beat to do an outro that forces you to feel the presence of his voice. I don't think. This is, I mean, it's amazing. His storytelling is A1, super emotional. You feel it. Uh, it's it's a perfect outro track because, I mean, outro song, sorry. The, the outro track is, again, DJ Khaled talking that shit, giving the shout-outs, you know, hey, all right. that. But this this is the outro song to the, to the mixtape. One of my favorite just performances overall by john connor in his entire mixtape catalog i i love this song i think he did it so much justice it's incredible huge fan of this one yeah man uh dope i'm glad you brought this up because um it leads into my next song but um you know this is to me there's only one song on this beat that fit 
or one one song on this tape that fits one beat on this tape. Sorry, that fits John Connor more than this song. And right. it, and you know that's my that's my next song, which I'll save. But Agreed. sky's the limit. Yo, this is such a dope record to me for all the reasons you stated. Amazing storytelling. Again, fits him perfectly. Again, we talked about it so many times on these podcasts that just these soft-spoken instrumentals are really what work uh, best with John Connor. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how many stories he's able to tell and how he's never able to lose our attention. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like as long as, as long as the beat works, I feel like his story, I I feel like I can hear him say the same story over and over and not get bored. Yeah. I agree with that. Every story is different though, which is what I, which is something that's really unique about him. Cause I feel like, I feel like at this point he's got like, damn near a whole fucking like two whole mixtapes worth of of storytelling tracks and yet none of them are the same yeah that's true very good point and that's what's so dope about sky's the limit because again it stands out um it stands out and even in you know even though you expect these kind of songs for john connor this he still finds a way to make it stand out so dope dope track um but it leaves in my last last song and this is to me the best song on this tape, one of the best Connor songs ever, and that's Everyday Struggle. Just a masterpiece, dude. Amazing, amazing storytelling. Um, this is the only song on here, and you know, I I assume you disagree because of what because of your comments on the on the last song, but this to me is the one that really just fits John Connor so perfectly. I mean, you know that the the, the instrumental is just so soft spoken, and it just it hits you and you know i'm not really good at describing like at describing elements of an instrument as well as i'd like to be uh but you know i could the best i could do is compare it to like the way the way this beat starts reminds me of the way sing about me starts with those with those drums at the Mm -hmm. beginning and it just and it just sets you like those drums, when you hear "Sing About Me," just not automatically put you in a mood, and like, right. you know what I'm saying. And I feel the same exact way about this one, about this song, both the original version and this version. And what he's able to tell is his struggle, but from three different sides of it. So the first one, you know, he's just talking about just what it, what it's like growing up in Flint. And the interesting thing is, I don't think I've ever heard him talk about this on a song, but. He talked about going to private school, um, you know, being from Flint in the hood, but going to private school because his 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 mom, you know, his parents wanted him to just essentially uh, they paid extra. You know, they 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 really weren't in a position that they could that they that they really were able to um, comfortably afford private school, but they did it so that he would be away from away from the hood and, you know, and escape that that mentality that you know that trouble but then you know he flips it and he talks about you know needless to say nobody respected that in the hood you know and so so he so he never fit in because you know he was he was he was the you know he was the too black for the for the white kids and too and too white for the black kids so to speak you know what i'm saying like it was it was that kind of situation and so that was just a really interesting um interesting story and you know and then you know so you're talking about him going to private school but then he comes home then he comes home goes to bed and 
at the to the sound of gunshots you know and just being in just being in the hood so it's just it's the real paradox that's just very very interesting to me and a a concept that's not really explored because you know a lot of people you know when they say they're from the hood they wouldn't talk about you know going to private school they would talk about you know they they most people go to public schools and you know if they if they do go to a private school shit they I don't really hear them talk about it um so that's what's really interesting to me and then of course you know the hook that mel the way he remixes that melody it's the same words same melody but it just again it sounds so good and and, and again man the verses are just amazing like the second verse talk about you know his his mom and his pops fighting and him ultimately ultimately you know, having to tell his mom to leave his dad and just imagine that that burden. And and then the third verse, you know, he talks about his sister and he has one of the one of the realest John Connor lines ever, which is a crazy statement to say because of who John Connor is, but you know, he's able to say the last verse he's talking about his sister, about how, you know, just like about what it was like growing up with his sister. His sister was the one who put him on to hip hop and you know and he says, you know, I get a lot of praise in my struggle, uh, for my struggle because I rhyme. But you went through the same thing and survived too. How these people idolize me, I idolize you, and that's just such a real thing that we don't really think about. We don't yeah. often think about the family member of the rapper who went through the exact same situation. You know, yeah, just 100%. had it. But 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 we praise the rapper because the rapper is telling us about it in a good way or dope way, presumably. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Uh this the i think the way that he did this chorus yeah like for him personally not on the whole uh, the whole catalog of his mixtapes but i think just for him personally this was the best chorus that he did on the whole thing he's so it's just perfect it sounds like it so should be painful. him like yeah yeah, it just sounds like this should have been his song almost like you would if you never heard the original you'd be like Oh, this is John Connor's song. You like it's so perfect. He sounds just he fits it so well. Um he absolutely killed that chorus. He has some of on oh, one thing I got to say, the flows on this song. Oh, he switches yeah, it up like three amazing. or four different times and they are just dead on he, like incredible. I, you hear him and it, and you almost have to like kind of like nod your head and like kind of move your body to the flow because it's like the way he's doing it sounds exactly what it should be. It's so perfect. And you're just like, you're like, Oh shit. And you just, I don't know. You just feel it. You're, you're just rocking with it. It's amazing. Like you said, love his storytelling on this one. Uh, this is actually my favorite song on the entire mixtape. Yeah, man. 100%. And if you wouldn't, it, so if you wouldn't have picked this one, of course I would have had to pick it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you could listen to this song and not say it's your favorite on the tape, honestly. Yeah, this is the one that stands out every single time. Um, every single time I listen to the tape, and again, it's just 30 minutes, so it's not long, but every time it's the one song that just totally stands out to me every single time. Um, kind of... So we decided to keep this one shorter because we're because we're tacking on some other things at the end as well as the tape. Like my theory is always, I don't want a podcast to be longer than a project. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like uh, that's just always been my theory. I think if you, I think if a podcast is longer than the length of an album or mixtape or EP, then you're doing too much. You're talking too much. So uh, let's get into our overall thoughts here. 
and our ratings, and then we'll get to and then we'll get to wrapping up Connor Week in the style that we're choosing. I'll I'll let you take the floor with the overall first. Okay, cool. Um, I got it eight out of ten. Um, amazing rapping. Uh, very good, very good songwriting again. Um, the hooks, the melodies, all of it's polished. Um, the instrumentals are great, obviously, because they're all from the legend Biggie. Um, again, same thing I've knocked off with all the best in the world series is just is is again using the same concepts and uh also to me though although i really enjoy tracks like running i enjoy you know sky's the limit i enjoy um who shot you when i look at the grand scheme of things of 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 connor's tapes um those aren't as strong of highlights as other as other tapes like uh like eminem's tape and uh and the kanye tape and you know what i'm saying like it doesn't have as many highlights to me, but it's but it's thirty minutes of straight. It's obviously very very listenable at thirty minutes, um, you know, very manageable, and uh, he holds your he holds your uh, he holds your attention the whole way through. So I don't really have really any other flaws other than the fact that it doesn't have as many highlight records as I would like as some of his other projects have, but at the same time it um it is just consistently all the way through good and it's and it's very listenable and enjoyable so um that's why i'm going with eight out of ten all right well so for me i know we just we did the kanye tape last that was your favorite tape this one for me is the best john connor mixtape i believe um and with what you said about you know there's not the extreme highs on this one um i think for me, why I think it is so amazing is because when I listen, I can't just go listen to like one song on this. Be, it, and since it's nice and short and it's a very concise uh, mixtape, if I go and listen to it, I got to listen to the whole thing. I can't just listen to one song. Um, and I'm not sure I've ever just like been like, oh, I'm going to go listen to this song off that Biggie tape. When I when I want to go listen to this Biggie tape, I listen to the whole thing. Um, I think he's almost near perfect on every track on here i don't think like you said that it's like these amazing hits on here that he has or anything but it's just like all together he's like perfect for me on every single track there's not one that there's even part of it that i dislike um he has the incredible emotional performances on the songs like everyday struggle and sky's the limit and then he also bodies every beat that he goes in on too so, you know, after after all of that and just the fact that it's it's nice and short, it's to the point, it's not too much, uh, I have this mixtape as a 9.5 out of 10. 9.5, wow. A 9.5 out of 10. So there's one other thing that I want to discuss. Yes. So this is up. really, this is like, you know, we think Biggie, we think of that 90s era for sure. Mm-hmm. My question is, was John Connor born in the wrong era, and could he have been a huge star in this era of rap? In the 90s? In, yes, like when Biggie and Pac and all those guys were popping. After you listen to a, like a tape like this and hear, for me at least, how incredible he is on these beats and everything, do you think that he... 
do you think he would have shined more in a time when lyrics and everything were were so much more i think they were a lot more appreciated back then compared to now you know we don't have just lyrical rap now he's got all kinds of rap but it's like do you think that maybe if he was born like 10 years earlier he would have been in the perfect position to have like the biggest career here's here's my thing with that um i see your point and you're not wrong you're probably not wrong um i definitely think he has um I definitely think he has success. Um, he kind of reminds me of Dave East in that in that way. Okay. Um, maybe one of those newer guys that just that was born, you know, a few years too late. But uh, so like he definitely, of course, he has the lyricism. He has, you know, he fit the times very well. But also, it's hard to say that because um, because a lot of things um, like you know Kanye, all these. All these things were um, all these all these tapes like Kanye, Eminem, like all these guys who came after the '90s were, um, or mainly after the '90s, I should say, um, were all the all those guys were influences on Connor. So who's to say his music is the same? Now I would argue that it is pretty close to the same because of, I mean, his biggest idol is MC Breed, who was mm-hmm. an '80s you know '80s '90s artist. Um, but uh so so i think so i think that's why he gets a lot of that style from that bar centric uh bar heavy music um mm-hmm. yeah i definitely think his music fits that time better um but at the end of the day i think uh i think i think what this tape what these tapes have shown me and you know the melodies have been such a little thing but i really think connor can make some awesome melodies if he chooses to and i think he can oh i agree 100 percent. i think he could be a complete artist in this era i think yes i I agree i think i think that's really what the holdup's been with vehicle cities he's been mastering songwriting because he's got rapping down everyone knows he can rap you listen to one two three songs you know john connor can rap that's not the issue what what is kind of the thing is like okay can this guy really make songs you know like uh make make ear friendly songs ear friendly ear friendly music for those who don't like just the bars who like to you know have a music that's atmospheric almost in a way right not necessarily um you know not necessarily uh lyric driven lyrical and thought provoking and stuff all the stuff that connor does very well so um so so you know i'm not and, and we haven't truthfully truth be told like we haven't seen you know what connor's become we're both projecting him to be stars you know but we don't know really what the future holds there's of course a lot of questions because of the four-year gap between this mixtape and now vehicle city which is supposedly coming this year but we still don't have a date at this point so um so it's kind of unfair to judge that but yeah you're definitely right in that assessment that he could have been uh he could have fit very well in the night in the 90s um he could have he could have been a really uh, successful rapper. I think he could have, I think he could have had the type of career that like a Jadik has had. Like a yeah, he's he reminds me. I mean, I think it's very clear that like a guy like Big L is somebody yes. that would be easy to com- for, to compare John Connor to of that era. Yeah, just 100%. because he's so witty. Yeah. And I and and I think my main point with the question wasn't necessarily like musically. Is he fit? Is is you know, 
it's I don't think it's the musically part, like you know the the melodies and the beats and all that. I just mean literally his talent as a writer, as somebody who can tell a story, who can flex on any beat. I mean, it it is hard to say because I agree with you, but just because you don't know where the influences come from, a hundred percent. And obviously, we've seen a lot of guys that are super influenced by guys like Wayne and and Big L from back then. So it's like, you know, Big L was kind of the first like punchline kind of guy. I think. Yeah, really, really out. a pioneer in dark humor as well and dark, uh, dark lyrics. Right. Exactly. And so when you look at that, it, it's like, well, you know, John Connor might not have been the same MC that he is now but i don't know just the talent level and the energy and everything i just feel like people really would have felt him back then and yeah. I, the and the rap talent is there so it would, it yeah, would just come down to it obviously you're you're also assuming that he still meets dr dre or at least somebody like that that he makes it into the rap game but it'd be very interesting to like in a in a different world see yeah how he fit in in an alternate universe how he fit in to the rap game if he was coming out in the 90s instead of now well not now seven years ago but yeah man but you know i don't i i tend to just like not really want to dive into those discussions because one it's never possible and two it's just right i think he's going to be a star in either era i agree Um, so i'm not so at the end of the day i'm not really worried and you know i'm glad that he's this era because this is the era that we grew up in. Yeah, that's that's so true. So, you know, we got the chance. So, all right, before we wrap up Connor Week, I want to thank everyone that listened. I want to thank, of course, John Connor for making the music, making the dope content, and being an inspiration to both Connor and I personally, and um, and and as far as our business goes, and what and and just our our hip hop influence. You're one of the most influential people in our lives as far as hip hop goes. Um, so I want to thank John Connor for that. And also I want to thank all his fans who are listening to the podcast. Salute to, salute to you guys. Um, you know, I'm, we're, we're a part of that fan base. You know, we're rocking with Connor. We're riding with Connor. We've been there since season two and we're there till the end. Vehicle City is coming this year. But before we get out of here, I want to talk about, we reviewed all the mixtapes from season one to now. Seven mixtapes. Let's rank them. Okay. So, I I think for, okay, Go ahead. I think yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting because I think a, a lot of them for me are push or pull could go either way. Right, I feel that way um, too. A lot of them are tightly congested, so I think we're gonna have totally what look like totally different lists, but we're gonna fall within the same line of reason because I mean we pretty much damn near agree to the majority of this uh, of this Connor week anyway. So, um. I'll go first. My discography ranking um, in order from 7 to 1. At number 7, I have Season 1. At number 6, I have While You Were Sleeping. At number 5, I have Biggie. Number 4, I have Jay-Z. Number um, um, number number 3, I have Eminem. Oh, sorry. Wait, I messed up the order. Sorry. Um, sorry about that. One second here. I wrote, I wrote Biggie twice. So, okay, so going backwards. So, okay, season one is number seven. Number six is While You're Sleeping. Number five is season two. 
Number four is Jay-Z. Number three is Biggie. Number two is Eminem. Number one is Kanye. Wow. We actually had pretty clo- pretty close lists. I'm surprised. Um, so number seven for me was season one. Number six was also while, you're, while you were sleeping. And number five was season two. Uh, the okay. only place it's different is uh, I had Biggie at the top instead. So I had Jay-Z, then Eminem, then Kanye, and then Biggie. So, oh, wow. And and when I wrote this out originally, I was like, I'm gonna sound like so so biased towards the like the amazing beats, and I think that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, that's what it does with me with Kanye. That one's has the most yeah. enjoyable instrumentals. Yeah, I, to me. Those four tapes being one, two, three, and four, in whatever order you have them in, it's like, well, duh, because I mean he's got the talent, obviously. Plus, they're later in his career, and the beats are incredible like these are classic beats so you take his talent as it's getting better over the years with the amazing beats and it's like well those probably should be the best four right right man right i'm Um, actually very surprised that our lists were that close yeah literally just one off yeah that's crazy uh all right so before we get out of here connor i'll let you take the four um go ahead and um there's any any last words to wrap up Connor week um go ahead and go for it well uh first of all i appreciate the opportunity this was so much fun this is like you've said john connor is a huge inspiration to me he has been we were both um huge john connor fans as of you know when he was coming out with these mixtapes and everything uh, season two is when we both kind of came on to him uh uh, he's he's really just amazing, and I and I hope everybody that's listening will at least give him a chance and and go listen to at least some of the highlight songs that we've talked about, and then make your judgment if you've never heard any of his work. Go listen to go watch his YouTube videos as well. Like he doesn't have like the highest quality production, super high budgets or anything, but it's like you can't watch some of this stuff and just not feel how passionate and hungry he is for this game so he's he's been a huge part of my upbringing in hip-hop as well as yours um and i'm very grateful for him so john if you're listening thank you so much for being you and i'm very much looking forward to the future and i hope that vehicle city is all that we expect it to be and more yeah man uh Amen to all that, John, if you're listening. Again, you know, you are a big, huge, huge uh, reason why I have uh, this platform that I do today, why I've, cr- why I've even created this platform, why I even care about hip-hop as much as I do. You're a driving force behind that. Like, I'll never forget the days of, you know, being 14 years old and throwing your music on in the back of the bus, listening to True Colors, listening to someone like me. And I'll never forget the impact that that had on me as as a youth. So, um, salute to you, man. Continue to make music. Um, I'm really excited for the future. I'm fully behind you. I believe that Vehicle City is going to come, and I believe that when it's when it comes, it's going to be everything that we Connor fans have been anticipating and more. Um, you know, this is the first dedication series. You know, I might do some other dedication series, but this is. This is the first one I did because this is to me, no doubt, um, no doubt you, 
no doubt you're the guy and if um and no bullshit if i i have a list of people i want to and maybe i'll put it up someday uh but i have a list of you know just ambitious uh, uh, ambitious list of people i want on the podcast and you know you're number one to me man like you're you're the guy again you're I don't know how many times I got to say it, but you're the reason I have this platform, why I care so much about hip-hop. So thank you to John Connor, and, you know, you made amazing, amazing music. And I hope that listeners um, have ha- can sense and, and, and understand Connor and I's passion for your music. And I hope that this brings new fans. I hope it brings new listeners because I think you got a very important message, and I think that when you get to stage and the spotlight's on you will you will be able to um deliver your message and it will and it will better it will it will be for the benefit of the world so thank you to john connor thank you to connor ennis man i'm glad you could do it um you're the guy you're the guy that's perfect for this podcast series man um you know i i really couldn't you know i really couldn't have done this without you 100 percent uh you know and it was it was it was fun man this was this was a this was an amazing moment to me this is one of the proudest moments of my podcasting career so far so i'm glad that you were a part of it and i'm glad that we got that we got to do this uh the way we did it me too man thank you again i really appreciate it yeah man no problem so once again that is connor ennis of hype and kickback hip-hop connor why don't you go ahead and plug hype because you can do it better than i can so go for it all right, so Hype is um, a clothing brand that myself and my roommate and his brother started while we were in college. Um, basically, just streetwear, a streetwear brand, but it has a cause behind it. We donate 10% of every single sale to um, families that can't afford their treatment bills for cancer. Um, we believe that that disease is terrible enough and that nobody should have to go through the the pain and struggle of money along with that. So we, we really want to be able to help people out. And, um, we, we are a sponsor of Chris's podcast here. We, um, we have big plans coming up, so we hope that you guys give us a follow. Uh, you you can find us everywhere at where W E A R H Y P three. So where hype with a three everywhere, social media. And that is the website as well. Wherehype.com. Yeah, man, and cop their shit because it's fly. Like I said, I love that hoodie. I love that hoodie. I got that hype hoodie. I wear it all the time. It's dope. I get compliments. No bullshit. I get compliments on it all the time here at Michigan State when I wear it. So that's amazing, um, man. Yeah, man, and I always I always hit them with the link. I'm like I'm like, give me your phone. Well, I'll I'll show you the link. I'll show you. I'll get you right there to buy it. So um, yeah, man, support support Connor. Support Connor. Uh, support Connor Ennis. Support John Connor. Um, and if you want to support my podcast, you can find me on Twitter at real Chris Platty, C H R I S P L A T T E. That's how you can find me. And, um, you know, I'm on, I'm on Facebook as well. If you, if you care about Facebook, um, and subscribe to my podcast, it's on Apple podcasts and Podbean right now, looking to move it to some other platforms as well. Put it on some other platforms as well. SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Spotify, all those all those places if uh if spotify will let me spotify's a bitch to get on there but um yeah man just check out my podcast i have strictly hip-hop and strictly hoop talk strictly hip-hop is uh an all-encompassing hip-hop podcast i do things like like this uh like 
like this dedication to John Connor, this Connor Week thing, um, I'll do I'll do album mixtape reviews, EP reviews, whatever. But I'll also do um, some debates. Uh, I I interviewed a guy who works as a Spotify uh, playlist curator. So I do all sorts of things. I really try to encompass every aspect of hip hop. Um, I've also interviewed uh, great artists like Drew Parks, a guy who John Connor has actually collabed with before um, and is friends with, actually. And uh, they actually had the song that was the theme song of First Take for a minute. So, um, you know, that was that was a, that was a dope. Uh, we talked about that on the podcast. We actually talked about John Connor a few on the podcast. So uh, go check that out if you're if you're a fan of John Connor and you're listening to this podcast and you want more content. Um, but yeah, and then my NBA podcast is the same thing. It encompasses all aspects of NBA, not just, you know, traditional uh, box scores talk. Like, you know, we get into the, in the off season, I like to get into the nitty gritty, uh, you know, doing like all time player rankings, all, all sorts of things. I just want it. I just want, I want my listeners to be able to, to f- get the full experience of NBA basketball and of hip hop music. So um, subscribe to the podcast, Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk. You can find on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And um, again, it's both podcasts in one feed. So it's very simple, very easy. Um, Got more stuff coming. Got some reviews coming, some quarter podcasts coming uh, where I talk about the biggest things in hip hop. Um, And of course, more NBA playoff talk as well. So thank you everyone for listening. And once again, thank you to John Connor. As we close hashtag Connor Week, it was a it was an amazing amazing experience. And Connor, I'm glad you were on the podcast with me, man. Hundred percent, man. Thank you again. I appreciate it. All right, man. We're out of here. We're out. Peace. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.